There are several definitions of a den. A wild animal's hidden home, a lair, a room or hideout where a person can go to relax or be private, a place where people meet in secret, typically to engage in an illicit activity. Now there's a new definition, a place where DIB members, entrepreneurs and decision makers unite during the coronavirus challenge. To help our business community through this challenge, DIB is creating the Downtown Den, where our business heroes, those who run and influence our cities and some of our fantastic members will be visiting to share their thoughts and opinions with us through webinars, podcasts and blogs. Visit the Downtown Den, join us through our website, all the W's, downtownandbusiness.com. Stay in, stay safe, visit the Downtown Den. Good afternoon, I am Abby Goldie, Head of Business Support at Downtown in Business and welcome to the Downtown Den, uh, a virtual nook for businesses and babs alike uh, to come together during these unprecedented times. Uh, today I'm joined by Ben and Anthony, uh, two ex-Royal Marines and co-founders at Find Your Ed Coaching. Um, today they're going to be talking to a to us about personal accountability uh, and a bit about their careers and what strategies uh, we can apply um, to this situation we're in now. So if I could start with Ben, uh, if you could just give me sort of your thoughts of the pandemic as you see it. Oh, where do we start? Um, my thoughts on it, my thoughts are, uh, I've got many thoughts to think about it right now, um, but to not overcomplicate things and to get through situations like this, we need to simplify our thoughts and make them basic. Um, and and now that's exactly what's being asked upon us, basically, to stay at home, stay out of the way, and get through the next couple of months. Um, my thoughts get drawn more towards the people which are continuing to go about with a bit of negligence towards the situation and thinking that it's not going to affect them. And it's not something I'm going to really harp on about as well, because it has been harped on about a lot recently. It's simply stay at home. And I think why there's so much relevance into where our backgrounds are is that we used to fight for one another, brothers or sisters on the front line, um, knowing the consequences, knowing what we had to do, what the reasons behind what we were doing. Uh, and there was a huge degree of acceptance there as well. And I think I personally feel that one or two people might be worried about the change whereas really we need to accept the change it's going to happen it is happening and today um life is a bit different for now but it's very quick for human beings to find a new way of being and i think people need to accept that quite quickly so what i mean by that is it takes you around 30 to 66 <coughs> days to create a new habit so that's all we're doing right now is we're creating new habits when living our life. And right now, being at home with the kids and running a business seems a bit difficult. But in a week, it'll feel quite normal. In two weeks, it'll feel even more normal. Three or four weeks, it'll be a normal routine. And uh, strangely, we won't like going back to the old way of being. So I think my personal opinion on the situation is this, it's here. Um, there's nothing we can do about it. And the quicker we can accept it and start moving forward, the quicker it will actually go. Because when we accept, we'll take accountability for the situations we're all in. We'll socially distance ourselves. We'll stay at home and we'll beat the virus. Um, so that's where I'm kind of thinking with it at the moment. Uh, and what are your thoughts, Anthony? 
Um, pro probably not too dissimilar from Ben's really. Um, it's, it's that uh, realization that this is currently happening and taking place in the moment. And we need to realize that we, are, we have arrived at that point where we need to take action, if not uh, before. Um, and we have to have that realization that we are all in this together. Um, that will be the turning point because ultimately if you if you ignore um, and, and think that you're the only person self-isolating now I'm sure there are many people who um, uh, get get the idea of community and that community spirit but there are quite a few people who are just ignoring the fact that this is going on and I think there's a key part of that is, is understanding that that perhaps that's how some people deal with it in terms of the denial phase, you know, this denial of, of, it, actually, of it actually happening. That's the way in which they cope with these um, really terrible situations. But there has to go, they have to go through this process of acceptance first. Um, and then from that point of acceptance, that's when you can start to remove that, that element of emotion and then adapt to the current situation. Because ultimately, so many people have talked about change. People don't like change but we have to absolutely change. And it's not just um, that individual team going through change or that particular business. The whole country is going through a mass, mass period of transition um, to whatever it will look like in the future. And I think, um, you know, that sense of community spirit really needs to be um, passed around as much as we possibly can and also take that accountability for ourselves in, a, in, in, a, in conducting our own actions but equally being conscious of that responsibility to one another within our society. Okay fantastic um, and obviously you guys have been through some some quite tough times in, in you know your your careers um, as you know Royal Marines have you got um, Ben any any examples that you can draw on that you think um, you know, might be not too dissimilar from the, the actions that we have to take in this scenario? Um, so, yeah, the situations are completely different, obviously, and, that's, and, and everyone realises that. I think another point that I'd just like to reference from the military is that we signed up. Um, so we kind of knew what we were getting ourselves into. One thing that the human race has not signed up to is this. So there is that immediate I understand that the adversity we've been through as Marines was sort of partially put on by ourselves because we put ourselves in this situation. The fact that COVID's come looking for us is far more daunting and very scary and not uh, a, a lot of people haven't signed up for this. But as humans, we all sign up for adversity, I suppose. So we must accept that at some point it's going to come along. Uh, you know, there's many military sort of themed anecdotes that you kind of use to get through this um when i when i was in afghanistan in 2011 the ied threat was at its all-time highest um which means it wasn't necessarily the ambushes that were the scary thing waiting to get hit by the enemy because we had intelligence and you can often sense that um and you could also deflect enemy ambushes at certain points what you could never deflect was not knowing where you're putting your feet and your feet stepping on an IED and it exploding beneath you. And it was called the silent hidden killer, um, which is now what we have within this country. So we would stay in the base. And then when it was time to go on patrol, you would go on to patrol fearing where you put your feet. That was it. But you had almost no control over it. You could look for ground signs. You can use the metal detector to see possibly where the IEDs may be laid. 
But at the end of the day, it became a little bit of potluck. Now, we couldn't function properly as Marines if you were constantly fearing that, constantly worrying, constantly stressed, constantly thinking, oh, if I put my foot here, it might explode. You just had to kind of get on with it. You had to take the precautions you could to try and eliminate the IED threat. But at the end of the day, you just had to get on with it. Um, otherwise, you couldn't concentrate on the task at hand. And I suppose, you know, that comparable way of thinking is that that's where we're at now. You know, there's a silent killer out there, which is transitioning from person to person at an alarming rate. You know, our ability to um, not get hit by this uh, virus is to stay away from it, which means staying in our own homes and isolating ourselves. But also the fear of what if, you know, and the uncertainty of when's this going to end. You know, it's back to operations in Afghanistan. You never kind of knew when anything was going to going to end. So you had to just get on with it. Um, and I know that sounds really blunt. It's not the nicest same thing to always say. But when I say we just have to get on with it, it, it is a case of we have to accept the situations here, respond effectively and adapt to the situation. Otherwise, we will spend too much time chasing our tails, worrying where it might come from, um, trying to see the end, see where, where it's actually going to finish, when we're going to flatten the curve, as they say, and then get out the trees. What we need to concentrate on right now is very basic human behaviors, which is just getting through each day so um yeah i can completely uh, relate to certain situations in afghanistan that's now sort of coming to light now it's it's a mindset game all it is is a mindset game uh, and if people have their minds in the right place for this they will get through it without problem and the biggest thing will be growth that comes from this people's ability to realize how resilient they are as people and what they could possibly achieve for a positive after this period of adversity Right. Um, and Anthony, what, what about yourself? Yeah, I think just touching on what Ben, ben has said there, this, this idea of growth through adversity, sort of adversarial growth and sort of what we like to call it within Find Your Edge. And if you look throughout history and um, in recent times and, and, and much beyond that, um, there, there is this, this period that individuals or groups or teams go through this, this great hardship and they actually come out better um, at the back end of it, the more unity between one another. Um, and I think that's, that's something that we really want to look at at the back end of this. Look for the positives after COVID-19 has happened, accept that we're going through it, manage our way through it. It's going to be tough. It's going to be rough. And, you know, we're going to have to do all of the, the um, uh, things we don't want to do during this time. But ultimately, at the back end of it, that's when the true growth will happen. That's when, the, you know, we've got a real big opportunity for innovation now. I've, I've already seen um, uh, pictures of, of the 3D printing that's taking place in Italy for the um, uh, masks that were coming from the, from the Catalan, I think it was, and they basically 3D printed these ventilator bits on top. So that's great innovation. And I think, you know, it's almost just forcing through lots of change, which hasn't ha had to happen before. Um, but touching on, again on, uh, a little bit on what Ben has said is this idea of, of, of removing that emotional element to or emotional response to what's going on. You need to constantly keep your, your emotions in check, hence the sort of mindset uh, element to this. And I noticed it today when I was going through um, into Tesco, things were even more sparse than what they were before. And I kind of had to check myself thinking, yes, there's a lot of scarcity that's happening in the shop right now, but I need to not be taking more than what I currently um, can afford to take in terms of uh, at the detriment of others. And, and I think people need to keep themselves in check. That's the biggest thing and not rise to this emotional response would be take as much as we possibly can whilst we're shopping. But actually the longer term and, and, and of this is 
is no, that's not the right thing to do. Um, and, and having that in the back of your mind, if it feels right, um, then you are probably right. If you feel it's wrong, then you're also probably right. Kind of getting into that mindset. And uh, yeah, this, this is a huge, huge test for us as a society. But as Ben said, I do think that there are um, great opportunities on the other side of this. Well, thank you. Um, and now going back to sort of your, your day job, really, with um, Find Your Edge Consulting. Um, so it's not our first uh, rendezvous, as it were. You guys have done events for us um, at a time when, when people could get together. Um, and I, I've heard you guys talk a lot about um, using strategy to overcome adversity, particularly um, ARA. Um, so, Anthony, if you want to tell me a little bit more about that. Uh, yeah, I, I mentioned it um, um, briefly earlier, so I'm happy to pass this one over to Ben to really sort of um, take this, uh, take the bull by the horns and, and take it to the next stage. Yeah, it's, uh, it, ARA came around through reflection and what we have as the Marines ethos. And so um, a point in case for me was it, when we lost a, a lad in Afghanistan, uh, we were only five minutes into a 24 hour operation. Um, and the idea or the operation strategy was to be quite kinetic which is the sort of uh, military term for it's kicking off uh, and to get quite violent with the enemy so to lose a lad to an improvised explosive device which killed him and injured two others with him was quite uh, quite a difficult thing quite a horrible pill to swallow um, especially when you know you still got 24 hours so 23 hours and 55 minutes left of the operation what you can't do is take your foot off the gas. You can't become emotionally entwined with that situation. Um, you have to go through a process and allow you to function correctly. Uh, and we now coin it within our business as ARA uh, and we teach it as a strategy because it's accept, remove unwanted emotion and adapt to the situation. The acceptance is to instantly admit that the situation has happened. So when adversity strikes, you have to accept it struck. Um, we all go through many things in our life, uh, which is something I'll bring back to in a minute, um, where we have to accept it's happened. Sometimes acceptance can be delayed when we have attached emotion to it. So emotion, I'm not saying be emotionless. That's not what we uh, try to get across to people because at the same time, we always need emotion. Uh, and if you lost a loved one or someone became directly affected by the virus, you have every right to be emotional about the situation. But emotion, unwanted emotion drives exactly the things Tom was saying about it drives people to hoard and into a survival mode that they don't necessarily need to go into because that threat isn't there for them yet you know the shops have remained open you can still go and buy all your groceries now um, and that's an emotional response emotional response is also related to stress and anxiety and worry and what if this gets me well if you do the right precautions it's likely not to get you um, so you can think with clarity there when you're emotional about things as well, it drives stress, um, which then affects our sleep, which then affects our, our around health and well-being, which then in turn affects our immune system. If there is ever a time to be emotionally detached from a situation so we can sleep and live better, it is now because it will keep our immune system stronger, which will then help us fight the virus if you accidentally or unfortunately come into contact with it. So we need to con concentrate on removing unwanted uh, emotion at this time, which is which gets driven by looking at the press too much, going on social media, looking into it, trying to find the facts, the correct facts, what's the fiction, uh, opinions, 
we do need to distance ourselves. We need to know the protocol, we need to know what we're doing, and we need to distance ourselves from the information in order to stay safe. We know what we need to do now. We need to clean ourselves and, and stay distant from one another. That's pretty much as simple as it gets. So that then brings on adapt. So we adapt to that situation. We have to stay at home. We have to leave our jobs behind, unfortunately. Um, and I've had lots of people come to us and, and some quite heatedly through social media saying, it's easy for you. Some of us are self-employed uh, and we have to go out of work. Well, guess what? We're self-employed and our business has taken a massive whack. So we're completely empathised with people which are struggling to adapt to the situation, but you have to adapt. Um, your life needs to adapt. You have to work with your children now to adapt. So the three simple processes sort of have come from the battlefield, except the situations happen, remove the unwanted emotions so you can think with clarity and adapt to the situation. Um, and I just want to refer back to a point which I raised quickly then, which I think we should all consider, is as individuals, we have all been through far worse adversity than what's going on right now. Every single person has lost someone close. Every single person would have been through something very tragic within a career or life. Everyone has experienced adversity. So what we need to remind ourselves is our strength of mind has always been there to get through this situation. The daunting and worrying thing now is that it's on a collective basis. It's a national global problem, which makes it clearly seem far bigger. But mentally on the spot, your mindset can get you through the situation because it has got you through similar situations before which has happened just singly in your life so we need to remind ourselves of that because that in turn will help us accept remove unwanted emotion and adapt to the situation great um and then something else that you you guys have touched on uh, in events we've done before which i've always um you know been a fan of is um talk is it mental fitness you call it or mental wellness um you know what are some of your top tips for people at, at this time um anthony if, if you will uh, mental fitness well that that primarily um is, is is all linked about linked to sorry um ensuring that you're getting the right content going on in your mind because if you think about fitness in in a, in a health uh term like you would assume um, going down the gym um, eating healthily, greens, sorting out your, your diet. Um, whereas, you know, we, we decided to change the language around mental health. It all comes from, from mental health. Mental fitness is another way in which you can term mental health. When you say to somebody mental health, um, they automatically think anxiety, stress, depression, all of the negatives associated with that. Well, if you reframe the word um, or reframe the, the, the phrase, then you can actually replace that negative thought pattern with something positive i.e if you change to mental fitness then you start thinking um all of the positives at the back of that and that is ensuring that you're um keeping keeping guard at the door of your mind so by that we mean um not allowing consistent negativity to go into your mind if you're always fixated on twitter 24 7 and then you go on to bbc news then you look at all the news channels then you listen to it in your car now you're just surrounding yourself with all of the bad stuff that is in and around um this coronavirus of which there is much and and indeed it's probably going to get much worse however you need to check yourself um or a recommendation would be to check yourself on how much you're actually letting pour into your mind um, equally, keeping your mind active with books, with different kind of um, creative um, uh, uh, jobs or indeed things that you can do around the house, playing music or whatever it might be. But one of the key aspects of this is the physiological element as well. 
um, it's very, very difficult to have a healthy mind without a healthy body. So, you know, going out for that one piece of exercise that we're all allowed it is so, so crucial. Um, it does two things, really. It pumps um, the blood around the body, getting it, letting it become oxygenated. And also, you have that opportunity to just sort of connect with your surroundings. Um, and that's, that's so, so important for mental fitness. Um, we don't really have enough time on this call to get into it. However, it is just making some, some choices which, which are going to make you feel better uh, inside. Um, ben, I don't know if you want to add to that at all. Um, no. Yeah, sorry, I do actually. Um, yeah, very briefly, it's, we're spending a lot of time at home now, all of us. We're spending, for some of us, we're spending a lot of time on our own. Uh, I've already noticed that the days seem quite longer. Um, we're running the business from home now. We're doing a lot of online coaching with people. Um, we're still trying to strategize things, content, right? And then also now we have two children at home, uh, which need to be taught up to September. Um, so life is all of a sudden very difficult and there's all of a sudden a lot of stresses within some of our homes. So we need to give ourselves this time to also be a bit selfish and realize that we're all in this together, which means your wife, your husband, your children need their own time as do you self-improvement self-development is a selfish word we should be giving ourselves a few hours of this time to go and do some exercise which as, as tom has just alluded to you know really wakes up the body which in turn wakes up the mind we still need to do goal setting as well you know goal setting makes us feel good so we should be at home setting daily not schedules i'm not i'm not um i'm not really a big fan of dedicated schedules for each day and my own family we sort of like to be flexible but we all want to achieve something within the day because it makes us feel good and what we got to work on and which is what i alluded to earlier is that we can't see the finish line of this beast we don't know when it is people speculate that it could be three six twelve weeks away it could be all the way up to next year which means there is no finish line which means we have nothing to focus on but what we can focus on is the end of each day and just getting through each one and how can we grow from this I think what it's a horrible thing what's happening right now, but we've all been gifted an opportunity at the same time, much to the sacrifice of the people which are unfortunately now laying down their lives. But many of us complain we don't have enough time. Many of us complain we don't see our children enough. Many of us complain that we don't have enough time to write the book or study the course or learn the guitar that we've wanted to do for years. And guess what? We've got lots of time now to not only work from home, but we can also sit at home and learn the things that we wanted to learn for a while, you know, and do a bit of self-investment. So we can make light of a very negative situation. And this all in turn helps upstairs. Great, um, I mean, thank you guys. Um, I think we've had some really good tips there. Um, just one last thing before we go um, today. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about goal setting um, and also using this time to our advantage. So if, if you two have got any goals that you've set yourself, for this time, uh, Ben. Oh, Tomo. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Tomo go first. I know he likes this one. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really one of the things I I have not not, not neglected, but neglected due to how busy we are is the amount I read. I, I thoroughly enjoy reading, and I've got a few books stacked up prior to COVID nineteen that I've been meaning to get through. I've kind of opened the first few pages. Um, I do also listen to quite a lot because I'm on the go quite frequently. But in terms of my my immediate goals is to get through uh, three books which have been sort of sat on my bookshelf for about the last three, four, three, four months. 
Um, and for me, I think this is a great opportunity because ultimately, you know, it's not all about the professional skill. It's not all about the um, hard skills that we're learning. It's often we're focusing on the sort of soft and inner skills. And these books really, um, I believe, can help increase your, your own understanding of soft skill and, and, and inner skill as well. Um, and uh, I think throughout most books, um, if you're reading a challenging book, then it increases your understanding. So I understand that there's a call for facts and figures and all those types of things where those, those are already available. But I think if you can increase your understanding, you get, uh, you get a greater appreciation and perspective on things that are happening around the world and including COVID-19. So for me, that's, that's my major uh, goal over the next few weeks is to get those books complete. And then? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've got a couple which are sort of aligned to different parts of life. So uh, me and Tom have been working quite hard over the last year or so, two years. So spending a bit of time with the family is actually quite a nice goal to be involved in one of them home tutoring lessons each day. Um, I've got a guitar in the corner, which I repeatedly play the same songs on every time I pick it up. So I've decided that I'm going to learn a new new uh, song every two weeks um, and ensure that I exercise every day as well. So do my apocalypse garden workouts which I'm calling them now uh, and doing something different i.e the physical training working from home so there's a number of ones and I've aligned them to different parts of my life um, and the final one's building one workshop a week for our online academy which is um, becoming quite rewarding to say the least. Well fantastic chaps uh, I won't keep you much longer but thank you so much for your, for your input and uh, I've got to go back and parent now <laughs> <laughs> take care